a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Social rules for dating have changed from one generation to the next. I mean, there was a time when a proper young man and woman could not speak to each other unless they had been formally introduced. And there was a time when the only choices you might have to date were three friends of your friend or Sally who lived across the way or Bob at the local store. (laughs) And then it progressed. It progressed as men and women met at parties or dances. And it was the kind of dances that were performed and then required to actually hold each other's hands, right? And otherwise, a man and a woman might be fixed up on a blind date by a mutual friend. And meeting at bars happened from time to time, but they were considered somewhat dangerous, at least by the woman. And then times changed. Colleges became co-ed and young people were thrown together informally, making it easier to meet someone to date. And women often went to college to get their MRS degree. This was very common. And social expectations yet again changed. Couples started marrying later and later. Then men and women started graduating college without yet entering into a serious, let alone permanent relationship. This was completely a new era. And during that particular time after college, men and women sometimes found it difficult to find each other. And the same was true for those who did not go to college in the first place. But now there's no such social institutions or infrastructure where singles could actually meet one another. And there was a need for an organized way for young couples to meet for the very first time. Now, back in those days, as I describe it, before computers or portable phones or even electric typewriters, the rules were all different because the world was different in the way that people met and the way people viewed relationships. Today, technology has made society change the way people communicate and how they interact and express feelings towards each other. I mean, dating apps, for example, have almost gamified the process of finding love today. And meanwhile, one of the byproducts of the internet and subsequent technologies that have emerged to disrupt the dating industry is that an entirely new language has evolved and it is part of today's dating culture. So it's no wonder if you are in your 40s, 50s, or 60s that you are you know, just finding this whole new age dating scene completely daunting, overwhelming, exhausting, and confusing. And never before in history have we seen so many single people dating in this age group. So it's a whole brave new dating world. This year, I started working with a 69-year-old man who came to me quite frustrated with his dating life. I mean, for all the references I just went over, and he also had two failed long-term marriages. He was trying to meet his next partner, but he was scared to death of getting hurt again and had no idea where and how 
he was going to meet the right one, let alone one, (laughs) one that was healthy and reciprocal. And he knew, and he told me this, that either he selected the wrong people or he had not given himself, you know, enough of a chance to be open to keep a relationship. And he knew that he had problems expressing his feelings and, and, you know, vulnerability was seen way back when as a sign of weakness as a man. Now, the problem with his previous relationships were that He was used to meeting a woman, dating her for a long time, then he would get like sucked into the vortex of a relationship. And even when he knew he wasn't happy. And so he was taught growing up to hold in his feelings, be the man and constantly give to the woman. And in the end, never got his needs met. And when I started coaching him, I saw how he was falling into the same old habits, but you know, he didn't know how to vet women online. He was just kind of swiping. And it was so funny because when he came to LA, I mean, we did an intensive and then we did phone coaching and he was in a group as well. It was very transactional and he would be like swiping right on women and not even reading the profiles. Like he really didn't know what he was doing. He was just going by like a visual sense, which a lot of people do anyway, age or not age, but In his case, he really just had no plan. He had, you know, very um, dry kind of conversations. There was zero flirting. Didn't even use his, you know, everyday experiences to connect and meet women. And he's, you know, was dating someone. And then he wasn't even attracted to that person. So, you know, just because he didn't think there was anyone else. Well, this was kind of an old reference, right? And as I coached him, we worked on slowing down and flirting and expressing his needs, understanding that vulnerability was not a sign of weakness. In fact, that it was a sign of strength and that if you can tap into a woman's emotion, which is our language, you can actually connect with her and create chemistry a lot faster. And I taught him conversation tricks that led to dates and dialing in his marketing and vetting process online. And I'm happy to say he started really feeling a sexy confidence for the first time, he said, in his entire life. He starts dating up a storm and bam, he met a fabulous woman. I actually just was talking to him this week and he said, it's going so well. It's been about five, six months And it's the best connection he's ever had. And he really contributes that to the changes he made within. And he can't believe how supportive and compatible they are. You know, it's exciting to discover not only a new way of dating, but a new you in the process. But you do have to learn how to do it in this modern dating world. And it's important because you might be trying to date as you experienced it years ago in a different world when you were a different person. And when you learn how to date smarter with a new set of training wheels, you can get where to where you want to go and then a whole lot faster. And this is the ironic thing. And I tell people this all the time. As you learn how to slow down, you actually are going to speed up the process because you're doing it smarter with intention, a plan, and strategies in place that's going to be right for you. Otherwise, you're spinning donuts on the road, and that causes just negativity, anxiety, and that dating burnout that you might be feeling. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're saying, Kimmy, you know... 
I don't want to go online. I don't want, I don't want to like learn this new way of dating. I want to just meet people, you know, in the normal way that I know. I want to meet people in real life. I'm not going to be something or somebody. I'm not. And it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. These new dating rules are for kids and it's all overwhelming. Well, here's the thing. While that all might be true, and you are absolutely right in that you should try to meet people in real life, I'm all about that. But then I want you to ask yourself, what is preventing you from then doing that? <laughs> I mean, I know we're coming out of pandemic and, you know, it, it's, it is hard for actually most people, but, you know, actually that is to your benefit because now we're all in the same boat. We're all getting back out there and learning how to talk to each other and exercising the social muscle. And the truth is, if you don't have a plan, if you're not learning new strategies and skills in this modern world, despite your age, then you will either plateau and stay the same. And I assume if you're listening to this, that there is some help you might need in this area. I'm just guessing. Or you attract the wrong people for you as you did possibly in the past. It is exciting to discover not only a new way of dating, but a new you in the process, but you have to learn how to do it in this new modern dating world. So today I want to list out specific areas that might have changed over the years and how they might be impacting your dating life. All right, number one, the obvious thing is the ways people are meeting today. As I always say, your dating portfolio needs to look like your financial portfolio. You have to diversify as much as possible to increase your chances of success. Gone are the days of just meeting people at the dance or friends who introduce you. I mean, the good news about today is that there are so many places to meet potential dates ranging from dating apps, social events, classes, matchmakers. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But the bad news is, is that there's so many choices and and so many places to meet people, right? Like it's good news and bad news. So again, it goes back to having a plan. You have to know where to go. You have to put intention behind it. You have to build your own social infrastructure. And if you don't make a plan and use it with consistency, then you will experience the burnout and thus the low success in this area. So definitely number one is the ways of meeting people. This is all different. Number two, communication has changed. Oh boy, has it changed. I mean, it used to be that you could knock on Sally's door or go on a physical date and sit in a park and talk for hours. I mean, people also think about it. People also didn't lead as busy lives as much because, you know, we didn't have the technology. We didn't have the capacity to work as fast to work as vast as we do, you know, not, and not all women were working, you know, things happened at a lot slower pace due to the lack of technology. And for the most part, you dated only one person at a time and for a very long time. And there was no such thing as ghosting or crumbing or gaslighting, right? Like what, I mean, those terms have just come about because of the new forms of communication and sexting. Oh my God, sexting was non-existent. And the way people flirted obviously was a lot more physical. Now it's important to know how to communicate 
flirt and move conversations in all different ways. You got to learn how to do it online, texting, phone, Zoom, FaceTime. And you might say to yourself, well, I don't want to, you know, I just want to pick up the phone and I, I want to just meet the gal or meet the guy. But the truth is we live in a different world. It is, we, it is somewhere in between. And the art of creating chemistry online is a skill. And if you don't know how to do it, you might be actually missing opportunities to meet someone in person who's amazing because time passes by and you don't know how to stay in it. In addition, learning how to pace things out, slowing things down and creating a rhythm with the way you communicate both online and off are also super important things to practice as you are dating multiple people and really trying to get to know yourself in the process. So that's another big area that's different. Number three are the rules and expectations. It's really interesting to think about just how the dating rules have changed. I mean, maybe you grew up with rules that you know, that you just date one person at a time. And if you like that person, you get married. Expectations of what a relationship was, was so different, right? And I mean, there never was the term back then, situationship. And to date without thinking about marriage, that was completely foreign and actually shunned upon. So here we are, fast forward to now, the expectations of what you knew is all upside down. So getting clarity on what you want this time around without having that guilt or your parents and generational rules that you grew up with and what you are quote unquote supposed to do are all important part of the dating process in the modern sense. And here's the thing, you have changed. The world has changed and what you are looking for also probably changed. Now I, you know, I have clients come to me all the time and, and they are constantly asking me for the rules. Kimmy, how many dates should I go on before I have sex? Kimmy, how long should I have my conversations be online before asking for a date? You know, Kimmy, what are the appropriate amount of time to date someone before becoming exclusive? Yada, yada, yada. I mean, I, I have questions like this go on and on. And these are things you might not have had to think about back then. And you may answer them differently now versus the past because dating is different. So it's really important to know what it is that you want. And honestly, you think that that's something really simple, but it's probably the hardest question to answer when I ask it. A common mistake is that people will answer my question of, you know, what do you want right now for your dating life? And they answer it as they think what the answer should be. Well, I want to find a partner. And I say, well, how are you going to do that if you're not dating, <laughs> right? And if, if you haven't had that dating experience in this world, the, the real answer is to date without getting attached so that you can learn about yourself this time around. So that's a big one, the rules and expectations. Okay, number four is your self-expression. I was thinking about this the other day because, you know, obviously I work with all different age groups and I really notice a difference. It's like with each decade, I see kind of the social norms and how we're brought up and, and what's accepted, what's not. I mean, many of you, if you're over the age 40, you grew up in a time 
where being vulnerable and sharing your feelings when meeting people were frowned upon and quite frankly, never polite. I mean, men were told, like my client I was describing before, to be strong, not show emotion. That was a man. Women were told to cater to men's emotions and needs and not their own. And those times have changed. Not only is self-expression and vulnerability for both sexes encouraged, but it's necessary if you want to build an emotionally intimate and healthy relationship and ready for this one and actually create chemistry. Emotions create chemistry in a very healthy way. The male client that I talked about earlier found this to be the most foreign yet most powerful learning curve for himself because he was taught to swallow his feelings and just deal with things that he was dealt with. As he learned to open himself up and really connect with women on an emotional level, it, that is when he attracted this new wonderful woman in his life. And it's the most connected relationship he's ever felt. So you actually have a chance to do things a little bit differently and experience something you possibly never would have known. So that's a big one for me. And number five, drum roll. This is a big one. Advertising. Who would have thought that you actually had to advertise yourself <laughs> to get a date, right? Like the later half of the 20th century, people began to use newspapers and magazines to make their own wishes to meet somebody of the opposite sex. That's where it all kind of started. It's funny because my mom, you know, was sharing about a time that when, after my father died, she went into the personals and that's how she met her now husband. And it was like in the personal section. But the concern was that women had that they were like endangering their lives and themselves by meeting strangers about whom they knew very little of. And commonly parents warned against this practice. But really, I mean, these precautions seem less important after the first few times a woman responded to these, you know, invitations, because it turns out they were introduced to this way. I mean, they're no more or less dangerous than meeting men out and about in a bar or, you know, that they've never met before in real life. So this whole notion of advertising yourself is, was a new concept and is a new concept for you if you're dating later in life. And it's a whole new way of thinking. So many of you, especially, again, if you're over the age 40, you might even be embarrassed by the idea of admittingly, <laughs> openly saying to everyone, hey, I'm open for business. Um, I need this medium to date. It's funny because the younger generation they have no qualms about putting up their pictures and, you know, cause they're, they're growing up with social media. You know, we didn't grow up that way. You, you know, we didn't have to advertise it, but learning how to market yourself is just another way of meeting people. And it is a great way to find them in a large pool over a short period of time. So dialing in your pictures, paying attention to the clothes that you wear, being more confident and showing a dateable, sexy, you are all really important parts of not only dating, but feeling good about yourself. So it's really embracing this part of the modern world of dating. Okay. I hope that was helpful and put some things in perspective as you're thinking about getting back out there. I want to read you a recent uh, note that I got from somebody. It's from Julie. And she said, I am a woman in my fifties learning how to navigate dating. COVID, personal family loss, and knowing how to get out there again, all have been 
obstacles to my dating success. I know I need to put more effort into being open and meeting people, but I don't know where to start and fear keeps getting in the way. Help. Oh, Julie, I totally get that overwhelming feeling of not knowing where to start. And especially in your case, when you just experienced so much loss and it's hard enough trying to learn how to date later in life on top of going through a grieving period. Deep fear can set in, which is another thing that can stop you from putting yourself out there because you don't want to go through any more loss. You don't want to go through any more pain. You don't want to go through any kind of rejection right now because you've already been through a lot. But again, I'm going to kind of bring out the truth. The truth is that the more time that goes by, the harder it becomes. I swear to God, it's a rabbit hole. And the best way for you to crawl out of that hole is to move, is to take action. Put yourself in action with baby steps, though, so that you experience momentum and positive experiences, which will then increase your confidence. Otherwise, you're just going to remain frozen in fear. And that actually will exacerbate your depression and sense of hopelessness. So here are some action uh, steps that I want you to take. And you can do this right away. And, And with this, you'll start feeling some momentum. All right. Number one, address your fears. You may not think that you have any, but I really want you to dig deep and write down what is scary about putting yourself out there. You know, what are they attached to? What are your fears really being attached to? What's the worst thing that can happen by putting up a profile? What's the worst thing that can happen by dating, by going out with friends? Like, what are all things that come up for you? Because I think you really have to identify that in order to push yourself through it. Number two, really learning how to let go of the outcome and be more present. Don't put yourself out there with the idea of finding your next dream boat of a boyfriend. You know, set an intention to practice and learn how to talk with those alien men again. And notice how you feel with each conversation. You know, try it at the grocery store, have some conversations online, sit at a restaurant or a bar and and just chat someone up. And just see how it feels. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. They look, oh my God, I got to go like find someone to date. That is probably what's shutting you down. Just start building your dating muscle in small ways. And number three, I have something for you and you listening. You know, if, if you're anything like Julie, I have a class. It's called How to Date in Your 40s, 50s, and 60s. It's coming up very soon, November 15th. And it's a six-week class, so it's a perfect amount of time where I'm going to teach you step-by-step how to get over your dating fears. Um, I go over creating a dating plan for you that puts you in front of potential dates, really to help you dial in your sexy, confident first impressions with your wardrobe and body language, and of course, the art of flirting and chemistry-ridden conversations. (laughs) So these are like all the I would say starting skills that you need to put in your toolbox to really feel more confident and get out there and date. If you're interested, by the way, you can go to askkimmy.com, askkimmy.com for more info on that, or you can click the link you see in the show notes. And just remember, you got this. And remember, it it can't get any worse than it already is. Like the fear of the unknown is what really paralyzes a lot of people. But you got to tell yourself 
it's already bad. So how much worse could it really be? The only thing that's worse is not doing anything at all. You are already experiencing anxiety and overwhelm. So by putting yourself out there and learning how to date smarter, not harder, will only help you, not hurt you. You have the right to be happy. You have the right to attract what you deserve. Remember, it is exciting to discover not only a new way of dating, but a new you in the process. But you got to learn how to do it in this new modern dating world. So thanks for joining me today. Hope that was helpful. This has been the Charisma Quotient, and I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure make sure you go to my site, kimmyseltzer.com. And if you listen to this and recognize that you need a little help and push to get back out there and, and you want to attract something different this time around, Consider joining my six-week class that I was talking about. It's coming up again, November 15th. It's called How to Date in Your 40s, 50s, and 60s. And it's interactive. It's a fun program. We're going to be doing experiential exercises. But the best part of it is it's co-ed. So we're getting all the men and the women in the room to work on this together so that you look and feel attractive and desirable, even in your 40s and 50s and 60s. So you're going to learn a lot of modern dating skills that you really do need to land the right dates. And as I said to you before, it will be a mix of teaching, experiential exercises, challenges to keep you moving, but really to have fun in the process. So if you're interested in attending, go to askkimmy.com or click the link you see in the show notes, but you've got to hurry. Spots are limited. I do not want this to be a huge, huge class. And 